0: morning, morning, morning. This is Pastor Jay, and like always, we're going to start off with a prayer and a scripture. And the prayer is coming out of Romans 14 and 19. And it says, let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. We have to be peacemakers. Amen. We have to be peacemakers in everything that we do. We have to be peacemakers in all the things that we strive to do. God, we just thank you. We glorify you. And we give you all the praise and all the glory this morning. God, right now, we just ask you, in the name of Jesus, to be able to be in the room. God, let us be peacemakers. Let us be the people that are unified at the forefront to bring peace instead of chaos. God, we just thank you for everything that you're doing. God, we just thank you for all the things that you're going to do. Bless everybody that's under the sound of my voice, that's waking up, that's turned on the app right now, or if they just listen to the podcast later on. God, we just thank you. Yes, Lord. We, we, we glorify you. We give you all the glory and all the praise. We say that all in Jesus Precious name. Amen. 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 Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Pastor Jay, and like always, you can find me at Anointed Jaylon on Instagram, or you can find me at Pastor Jaylon Calhoun on Facebook. Good morning, good morning. It's definitely a great morning this morning. We have Pastor Mason in the building.
1: Amen. 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 You you hear
0: that? (laughs) (laughs) You better let it go. (laughs) Yes, sir. Amen. We have Pastor Mason in, and we're going to go into his interview. But one thing I wanted to just tell you guys definitely shout outs to the Golden Knights, shout outs to the Las Vegas Raiders. Congratulations to the Patriots. That's all I have to say. Cut it short. No comment. They've been there before. Anyway, um, one thing I definitely want to say is make sure you download the Anointed Radio app at the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. Or you could just say, hey, Alexa, play Anointed Radio Network, and you'll hear 24-hour music, gospel music, gospel rap, contemporary music, everything. We live, y'all. We got everything now. So, check us out. You could check us out at anointedradionetwork.com. You're listening live from anointedradio.com, but if you're listening through the podcast, go ahead and tune in to Radio network.com. Amen. 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 So, you know, it was it was a song on my heart, y'all. And I wanted to play it and then we could go into the interview. And it got me, y'all. Like, what I mean, it got me. It got me. I actually, put it into the playlist. You can listen to it actually on the Anointed Radio. On the Anointed Radio um, network. As I look for it.
2: Well, good morning. Good morning. This is Coach Hill. You can find me on Instagram at nine one zero Coach. And remember, patience is a talent. That a lot of people don't have. Say that again. Patience is a talent that a lot of people don't have. Ain't that the truth?
3: Good morning, everyone. This is Lady AJ, and feel free to drop me a line at ladyaj2020 at gmail.com. Hey man. And you know, I can I just say one other thing. Go ahead. Thank you. I just want to uh, send out prayers to the Thompson family back home in the Bay. Father and grandfather of the family passed away this morning from lung cancer. So I'm sending, I'm sending prayers and yes, Lord. condolences to the family. Stay strong. Love you all. Amen.
0: So we're going to go into a song that I've been having on my heart. So the, the song that I'm going to go into is by Donald Lawrence and Leandria Johnson. And it's called Deliver Me. I hope y'all like it.
4: He leads me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. When you become a believer, your spirit is made right. But sometimes, the soul doesn't get the notice. It has a hole in it due to things that's happened in the past, hurt, abuse, molestation. But we want to speak to you today and tell you that God wants to heal the hole in your soul. Some people's actions are not because their spirit is wrong, but it's because the past has left a hole in their soul. May this wisdom help you get over your past and remind you that God wants to heal the hole in your soul. I have my sister Leandria here. She's going to help me share this wisdom and tell this story.
3: Deliver me.
4: Cause all
3: I seem to do is hurt me.
4: Вперещай, So I'm speaking for all of you listening, starting here, starting now. The things that hurt you in the past won't control your future.
0: Jam, y'all. It's beautiful. I love that song. But no further ado, we're gonna go ahead and go into the interview, y'all. We're gonna go in the interview and hear Mr. Barry White. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. So first, starting, um, tell us a little bit
1: about you and where where did you get started in the ministry? Um, I was a youth pastor at first uh, in uh, Pittsburgh, California, and uh, I was a youth pastor for about eight years and then uh, I was blessed to be able to uh, be sent out and uh, started my first assignment back in 2007 and then uh, God just blessed us and we just kept going from there you know humble beginnings moving up and down in the ministry and uh, about two years ago the Lord just said uh, it's time to move Mm and uh, didn't have any plans. I'm California born and didn't have any plans to come to Vegas. So my wife and I said, uh, let's just go to Vegas. So when we came here about two years ago, the Lord uh, told us to plant a church here. Mm. And uh, that's when we started New Creation Church here in the city of Las Vegas. So it's been a blessing. Amen. Amen. Trying to get used to the heat, but it's been a blessing.
2: (laughs) Amen. where is New Creation at?
1: Uh, New Creation Church is at 1775 East Tropicana uh, Road, right here in the city of Las Vegas. Is it
2: on the uh, west side or the east
1: side? Uh, southeast. Southeast. I'm still getting used to yeah. Las okay. Vegas, but it's the southeast side.
0: Okay, okay, okay. You know, it's crazy. Um, I moved out here on a similar message. Okay. Okay. Um, and everybody knows my story. I've said it a whole bunch of times. I had $100 to my name and a full tank of gas and right. brought myself here.
2: Right, right.
0: And what was one thing, because with me knowing that process, what was the one thing that kind of was your struggling moment to say, I'm going to leave everything I know and come to somewhere that I don't know what the next move will be?
1: Uh, uh the struggling part was, I guess, leaving your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I kind of referenced when God told Abraham to leave his country and go into the place where I had promised you to go. And he didn't give him no details. He didn't give him no strategy. He didn't give him a plan. He just told him to go. Mm. And so when I, uh, I kept knowing in my spirit already, I kept telling the, uh, the people of God and my family that, uh, you know, I don't know how much longer I'll be in California. Mm. I, I felt God shifted me. I just mm-hmm. didn't know where he was shifting me to. Okay. And so uh, it was just a, one day we said, all right, tomorrow we're going to Vegas. So I believe we had $675 in our pocket, and uh, we just did it. And when we got here, it was still, we didn't understand why we were here. Probably about a year ago, I began to really understand why God placed us here. And so, uh, again, it's just the reference to Abraham when he told him to, you know, go and when he got there, it was a famine. It wasn't still good for him. And when we got here, it was uh, uh, a test and a trial. But God brought us through. Uh, I began to position myself and and uh, position my family. And so I'm just blessed to uh, how God has brought us here mm. and uh, the doors that he has opened up. Uh, just while I've been in Vegas, he's opened up so many doors. I mean, even just being here to... This morning, just being able to uh, uh, be an interview by you, you know, it's Appreciate been a blessing. So, Amen. Amen.
2: I definitely have to look out for my Bay Area natives.
3: Right. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can,
2: can you uh, can you explain like the faith you have to have to just relocate?
1: Uh, it, a lot of faith. A lot of faith. It's more or less. Uh, again, it was something that he was already prepping. You know, when God already puts something in your spirit, you just have to have enough faith to believe God for it, to yeah, trust him for right. it. You know, it's a coincidence that I was uh, just teaching on this in our Bible study about trusting God and when God speaks. You know, oftentimes we, when God speaks something to us, we kind of delay, we procrastinate. And I found out that uh, procrastination really is what set us back.
2: That's mm.
3: right.
1: It's not the Word of God. The Word of God, okay, I already feel him now. It's not the Word of God does its part. Mm. It's when we do our part by believing amen, and trusting Him. You know, the Bible says and it talks about how when God promised Abraham that he was going to have a seed, mm. Abraham didn't waver. Abraham didn't look at his own body, his own condition. He just believed God and he trusted God. That whatever God said, it was going to come to pass. Amen. So I just trusted God. My family and I just trusted him. And and we, it, you know, just just did it. We just jumped and we said, you know what? It's time to do it.
3: You know, uh, Pastor Mason, I think you bring up some really good points. Mm-hmm. You think about Abraham. He waited 24 years for that seed. Right. So we have to be patient. Patient. But we still have to be active. Right, right, right. And, you know, it's... We we always say we have to wait on the Lord, which is true. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times the Lord is waiting on us, mm-hmm. and that's why we can't procrastinate. If mm-hmm. you put something in our hearts, then we have to we have to move on that. Mm-hmm. And as we move, He moves with us. Mm-hmm. We have to take the first step.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Our first step is we pray. Exactly. Right. That's our first step, and then after that, we have to actively. You know, actively make some some moves. Right, right. I think about how we're in the winter. We're in our new studio. Hello, somebody. Amen. Uh-huh. Yes, indeed, indeed, indeed. And Pastor Pastor Jay and Coach and Marco. We we know that we were one place one day. We all had faith, and then here we are now. Right. And so now there's something else coming. And so as we just walk it out. It'll reveal itself. Exactly. It'll manifest. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, faith is, you have to you have to believe and you have to have that faith right. because the Lord isn't going to ever fail us.
0: Amen. No way. Amen. You Amen. know, it's crazy. Um, I'm thinking about what a teacher taught me um, back in California. Pastor M.T. Thompson told me that when you look at weight on the Lord, let's break down Waiting. What is a waiter?
3: A, su- a, a, servant. Servant. a servant. Someone that a serves. serves.
0: Right. That means while you're waiting on God, serving. you should still be serving God. Right. Right. Ooh, not idle. Say that again. I right. so, heard you, that. That's so nice. When you're waiting on God, you should be serving God. Right. Not sitting there thinking that it's just going to come to you. Exactly. Because a lot of times we think, oh, i got to wait on God, but you stop everything. Mm-hmm. And then you wonder why by the time that God even does give you the blessing. You ain't ready for it mm-hmm. because you haven't been tilling the ground. Mm-hmm. You haven't been doing anything to make it ready mm-hmm. at that time. And one thing I want to say is because you brought up an
1: interesting point that
0: you was at a ministry in Pittsburgh. What was the ministry in Pittsburgh's name?
1: Uh, New Bethel. Okay. Yeah, New Bethel. At the time it was New Bethel uh, Apostolic Church and I was a youth pastor over there and and uh, oh man, we, we had a, a awesome time and uh, it's kind of like David when he was in the back of the field. He didn't know he was getting ready to be prepped to be king. Mm. So, uh,
0: oh, say that it, one more time.
1: I David <laughs> didn't know he was going to be prepped to be king. And so it was a prepping time for me. It was a time that God was uh, showing me how to be a leader,
3: Exactly.
1: Uh, showing me how to love his people the way that he loves them. Mm. And uh, it's just, you know, it's, it started with young people, how to love them. Right. My first assignment, really, I was just taking care of the church, cleaning the church. As you said, serve, uh, serving, cleaning, making sure the church doors was open and and making sure uh, the church was clean and and ready uh, for the people of God to come into. So it was a it was a blessed time, a humble time, and uh, when God called me out, um, it was kind of like when Moses has it his experience of you know he was. Pharaoh getting ready to be the next pharaoh, but then when he was getting ready to be the leader of, over Israel, the children of Israel, he began to stutter. He began to like, you know, I, well, I don't know what to do. And so, uh, pastoring is a different level. Ain't it? Um, it's a different level. It comes with a different uh, 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 enemy as well. Yeah. But uh,
0: higher levels, bigger devil.
1: Higher level, bigger devil. But yeah. God began to bless, and so uh, again, it was a grooming season for me. Grooming season. So.
2: Yeah, I I would like to know, uh, you went from opening up somebody else's church to getting your keys to your church. Can you explain the joy? Because a lot of people, they just want to tell you about the hardships and and put God in it. But you also have your joy that comes with it because anything that brings pain brings happiness. So can you explain how you felt have you even thought about that what, you used to open somebody else's church and clean, now you come into your own church? Can you explain that? It's a, a,
1: a great feeling. Um, pastoring to me is, 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 this is my niche. This is what I, I do. Uh, you know, there's one point in your life you thought you did something well, but then when you enter it to another point in your life, you say, okay, this is even greater. Right. So uh, just getting the keys, opening up our own church and establishing our own ministry Um, It's been a blessing. Like I said, there's ups, there's downs, but God remained faithful. And every time I walk into the sanctuary, that's what I think, that God, you're faithful, Mm -hmm. that you will even call someone like me to be able to do something like this for you. And so uh, it's a humble role, but at the same time, I'm grateful just to be able to uh, do something for him and uh, to be able to to see people's lives change, uh, to be able to see people grow. That is my greatest passion, is just to be able to see people grow uh, in the Word of God. Amen. Um, I'm not really uh, called to those who already know Christ. I'm called to those that don't know Him. Um, the unchurched, the the ones that didn't believe, but now they believe.
0: Right. So. You know, I, I met with a whole bunch of pastors few years ago Mm -hmm. you know because you know some bay area pastors love breaking bread with each other yes and um I, i was telling a lot of pastors i was sitting in cocos and i was just looking out the window everybody talking about their church and all this stuff and i was looking i was like with all the issues outside with the unchurch you can make a mega church based off just the unchurch right not worrying about anybody's members but just the people that refuse been hurt or is just out there and don't
1: know. Right, right, right.
0: So it, here in Las Vegas, like I've always said, because that's what Anointed Radio stands behind, uniting the Christian forefront, is that we have to look at the bigger purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, you could play church all you want to, but when you go to go to work, do you do you tell people about God? Right, you right. You know, because it, it's real important to spread the gospel. Mm-hmm. That's our Amen. job. You mm-hmm. know, as pastors, and you know this, mm-hmm. our job is to preach and pray. That's right, it. Right. You find a lot of pastors doing a lot more than what they what they're supposed to be doing, right. and wonder why it's lacking. Mm-hmm. Because we're not getting the word out. We're not doing this because we're so worried about this, and we're worried about well, finances, and we're worried about this and delegations, and the deacons ain't doing right, and, right, right, and this right. and that. We can't even have time, especially upcoming pastors in smaller churches, right. because when you open up the church, you everybody. Right. You usher, you, you, the treasurer, you, mm-hmm. the secretary, you, everything, and it's real big with the unchurch because now finding the niche for the unchurch hears is been something that I can say personally mm-hmm. difficult because a lot of people don't hear my Lord with it being tra- uh, transient, right? And everybody ain't church. You know, back home, everybody had a church, right, okay? Right. Grandmama went to church. Right. You knew their family. Right. You know, you'd be like, oh, the Jones? I know the Jones. Right, they right, went to, right. to to New Hope and then they, so on and so on. Here, they're like, yeah, church.
1: Right.
0: So it's like, it, it's, it's, it's a different thing, but I always look at, like, how he called you and how he called me to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. He obviously had a reason why he brought us here.
2: Right. Amen. Because...
0: I had a church offered to me back in Pittsburgh. Right. (laughs) And and another one in Antioch. So it's like I could have stayed home. Right. But obviously, God saw that there was a need Mm -hmm. and He was looking at who would go. Right. Because a lot of people say, you know, He calls a lot of people, Mm -hmm. but only a few people actually go.
1: A few, that's right. That's right. Only
0: a few. So one thing i definitely want to say i'm still rudy's question is what do you have like a scripture or a <laughs> prayer or something that you go to before
1: you preach uh i don't really it's a scripture that i go to before i preach um but one that does always stick out to me is in uh, romans chapter eight let me give it to you
2: what, what translation are you coming from
1: uh new king james version um Romans twenty eight and twenty-eight, that's just it just sticks out to me. And let me read it to you here. It says, and we know that all things work together for the good, to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. It's when we know that even the bad times in our life was working for us. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't know at the time that when things was going wrong in my life, it was actually working for me.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. It
1: was actually that's why I refer back to David. And uh, when he was being prepped, and then also Gideon, it's it's one that just, it really sticks out to me in Judges chapter 6, verses 11 through 24, how he went through a tough time, but that tough time was actually making him. Right.
3: You know, Pastor Jay and I were just talking about this a couple of days ago, about how even if it's, you can be in a situation that's less than ideal, but you're still operating within God's will. Exactly. And... We have to understand that, mm-hmm. and we have to remain faithful as we go through it. Yeah. You know? So it was. It's interesting that you said that because we were just having that conversation. Because you you say, well, is this did I did I miss did I miss what he, the Lord told me or this and that? And it's like, no, you didn't. This is all a part of the plan.
1: Right, 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 right.
0: And you know, I think a lot of times you have to think about the proving ground that God puts you on mm-hmm. because yeah. you he if he gave you. Everything that's promised to you right now, mm-hmm. would you be able to maintain it? Mm-hmm. As if that's or would you thing. keep the faith? Right. right. That's what I'm the thinking key. Too, really. Because just I think, just the think the about thing. it. You know, I was talking to my bishop yesterday. and He was just thinking about, think about if you had all, you know, because us small churches, we always talk about, man, I can't wait to have a hundred, mm-hmm. all that more help and mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. ministries and choirs and all that. And he said, just think about that's a hundred personalities. A hundred conflicts, a mm. hundred issues, and everybody got an issue, and they all pointed at you. Could mm. you handle that right now? And I honestly could say I wouldn't be able to. Right,
1: right, right.
0: Especially because you know I don't know if everybody got the same issue as me. I'm not full time pastor. I got a nine to five too. So
1: yes, sir. You know,
0: having I hardly could take care of myself. So trying to help everybody up to a hundred something people, and then. That I would struggle, and that's being self-reflection and and all that. So one thing I definitely could say is what's something that you do constantly that you can encourage younger ministers and pastors that's going through um, to just keep you encouraged?
1: Uh, One of the things that I do is I make sure that I pray. Amen. Uh, You know, we're living in a time where you know, so many people depend on other things and uh, other, uh, you know, avenues to, to motivate them. I think the strongest thing that we can ever have and it should never cease is prayer mm-hmm. and your devotional time with God. Right. And uh, the second thing is getting around people that, that have the same passion that you have. Uh, I think that's the second thing that we're missing uh, now is people don't have the same mindset no more. They, right. they you know, they have uh, their own way of what they want to do and or they have, you know, it's motives behind it. Right. And I think that if, you know, I, I try to keep myself around the same people right. who have the same purpose. Number 1, you got to be around praying people. I'm a I'm a worshipper by heart. You got to be around people that pray. Ain't that the truth? And Amen. Uh, you it, it it's it's a must, you know, people rather show their gift and their talent before they pray. Mm. And I'm one that I spend more time in prayer than anything, and so uh, I believe it's a, it's 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 a must for young pastors, young leaders, uh, those who want to establish a ministry, a church, or do anything in that nature for God. Period. You you, you got to be one that pray. You got to be one that that go before God and lay before God. Amen. Amen. You know, one
0: thing I, I I heard I wanted to say it because it's on my heart because I've heard it earlier. So one thing that I was told was that pastors and ministers have to have inward goals and not outward goals. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times we have goals of goals of, Oh, seeing the result. Oh, seeing the growth. Oh, you know, trying to do everything to see an outcome. Right. Right. But the thing that, I was told is that you have to start having inward goals. I was able to preach today, and I reached at least one soldier. Exactly. You know, that will stay encouraging compared to trying to base your, I guess you could say, your accomplishment and your, I guess not even say happiness, but um, being appeased with what you're doing Mm -hmm. on other people's reactions because you'll never get there. You'll Mm -hmm. never get to a point where you're fully like this because people change. Right. They like, you know, emotions ebbs and flows. They could be with you one day, and they could be against you another day. Mm -hmm. And you have to still be the same person. You cannot be deterred. You can't have no attitude. You can't be like, God, why did you put me through this? You have to be like, you know what, God, that's how that went. Mm -hmm. But guess what? I'm going to still keep going. Mm -hmm. Despite what happens, whatever is said, whatever is done, I'm going to continue doing you.
1: Amen, amen, amen.
0: I wasn't trying to preach. I was just trying to say some of my personal Bible study moments. Amen. So one thing I wanted you to talk about is the pastor's network that you started.
1: Uh, it's called the Shepherd's Network, and uh, it's not something that's, uh, to me, it's not like any other network. It's more or less uh, pastors coming together and sharing each other's ideas and sharing each other's uh, vision and how they started. And then how can we help other pastors or leaders who are inspired to be pastors or leaders mm-hmm. in the community, period? Uh, how can we help them um, the same way like we started? You know, I, I didn't have much help when I started off. Uh, I had a vision, but I didn't have the support behind it. Mm-hmm. And so this network is more or less being a support system, not something that we're trying to control you by. But mm-hmm. it's more or less helping you discover what God has put in you. And so this is um, something that God actually birthed in me when I first started. It was back in 2009. And uh, now God is bringing it to the forefront, and uh, it's being birthed. And uh, I'm just enjoying the fact how God is uh, being able to help us uh, reach other pastors who are uh, starting off. And, uh, you know, some of the things they don't know, you know, it's marketing is involved. It's business part that's involved. Um, there's a strategy that you got to have, uh, and, and then al- along with praying. Again, I'm not going to deviate from you. You got to be praying. You can't just have a vision and just mm-hmm. not pray. Uh, and so uh, it's it's important that I uh, that I want to be able to help them and the pastors that's along with us help them uh, establish who they are. And so uh, the Shepherds Network is it's uh, coming to the forefront this year.
0: Amen. Amen. So, here's a question I know a lot of pastors will think. Okay. So, can they be part of the network if they're part of the Baptist Convention or the the, the Pentecost Convention or any denomination? Does it conflict with any of that? No,
1: as long as you believe in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so, they can be part of the <laughs> they, Shepherds they,
0: Network and
1: their denomination. They can be no part conflict. of their denomination. It's not something that, it's like, again, it's not a, a, a network. It's a network. What we got the idea from is when... Jesus told them to cast their nets and how Peter, they had so many fish that they could not bring it in by themselves. Mm. So they needed help from their partners around them to help bring in. See, okay, what God has for us is too big for us to carry by itself. Say that. Amen. So we need other people to help us bring in the harvest that God has already have for us. This is why we don't have to be jealous of each other. We need to help each other. Say that. So the network is based on helping each other because what you have for you, Pastor J, is too big for you. Mm-hmm. You need someone to help you bring in what God has established for you. Amen. And so what God has for me is too great for me. I need mm-hmm. hands. I need someone to help assist us. So that's what the network is about. It's about helping each other bring in what God has for you. Amen. 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 So going into the last
0: question, Um, first, where can everyone find you, church, social media, YouTube, all them links, it's time for you to shout out yourself.
1: All right. All right. You can find me at Chilpa Mason on Facebook. You can find me at I am Chilpa Mason on Instagram, or you can find our church, New Creation Church, on Facebook as well. Uh, we're in the process of developing our website, so you can find us on those uh, media, uh, social media websites, and 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 then uh, we can reach out to you. And uh, again, I'm, I'm grateful and thankful for being here. Also, you can find this on Anointed Radio,
0: <laughs> Anointed Radio
1: <laughs> Network dot
0: com. Say now, hey now. Yes. So I'm gonna just throw this out there on the air. I'm gonna need you to accept my friend requests on Instagram. Uh-oh. Just throw that out
1: there. I'm, I'm, the listeners I'm, are listening. I'm still working. It. I'm a Facebook, Twitter guy. Also, you can find me on Twitter, Chip and Mason on Twitter. Uh, but I will accept your friend request on Instagram. Y'all heard uh, it now. I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to get you know used to the Instagram. But yes, he he's private.
0: I, I was like, who has a private Instagram nowadays? You're a pastor. They're like, I, I want to talk to pastors. Oh, I can't. Uh, I got a request. Oh, he
2: ain't never seen my message again. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> I will request it. The new technology, you know, you, you got to adapt to everything. because that's what I was uh thinking about asking you, but I guess I'm going to do it now. Is okay. With the new platforms and everything that's going on, with it they saying, like, everything's becoming a young man's game. Because, you know, I'm in the middle. You know, I don't, I don't know how to do apps. I don't know how to do none of that. Right, right. So is there anything that you're doing to reach out to the younger people that, that, that maybe somebody may not know or anything like that?
1: Um, Again, this the social media is the best way um, that I believe that's going to help reach them. Um, because they're constantly in their phones, 24-7. You know, I got kids, and... And, you know, I try to sit down and watch a movie night with them and they're in their phone. They stay on their phone. And they stay on their phone. And so what I wasn't, you know, used to being Mm -hmm. on social media and looking at them and seeing how they're constantly in it. uh, it, It's telling me that you have to be the same way if you want to reach them. You know, we can't uh, expect to catch fish and sitting at home. We have to be able to go to the water, throw the pole out there and expect to bring the harvest in. And so um, now it, it, I, I pick up my phone and I'm constantly I uh, having my phone. If I go to work and I f- if I leave my phone at home, I drive back home <laughs> to go get my phone. Right. So uh, it's 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 needed now. But this is a perfect opportunity um, for us to be able to reach uh, the young and the old.
0: Amen. 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 Well, you know what's crazy is um, my bishop told me something that made so much sense because I was kind of like... I'm like I got a hundred and some people watching me every Sunday, but I got a few people in the pews. That's backwards. And he said, "No, you're looking at it different. Think about all the pastors back in the '90s that paid for television, right. and they had millions of people that watched their shows. Right? And ain't but like two thousand maybe went and came to their church. Right? Right? You still reaching, so Amen. use it and the and you utilize it to get the people. You know, I started." I remember I had people come at me about this, but when I started Facebook, my Facebook ministry, and it it really was a challenge for me. Mm -hmm. It was a challenge, one of them challenges like post, you know, a Proverbs a day. And I was like, I could do that, you know? And I was on BART, so I'm like, I need something to do for an hour on BART anyway. So it kind of got me really reading into my word and, and praying and doing my morning ritual. Now it's like part of me. I can't go out with doing that. And, I saw my cousin at the Raider game, and mm-hmm. he said, "Man, you you my church." I said, "What do you mean?" He said, "I watch you every day to get a scripture," and I was like, "Hmm." So if he's watching, and because I, I have a lot of ghost followers, but I know they're watching because as soon as you stop doing something, they're mm-hmm. like, "Hey, hey, what's Right, where right, right. the scripture today?" Right, right. So it, I definitely see the the value. In social media, because t- no, who watched TV? Now, really think about it. Like, we might go to the movies, right. but like how we used to be, sitting behind the TV for hours, nobody do that no more. Everybody's on their phone, because mm-hmm. their phone could be the TV. Mm-hmm. They're already on social media. Bring Jesus to them. Mm-hmm. Everybody's mm-hmm. squinting now. Mm-hmm. Right? From looking at their phone screen. But amen. So we're, one thing I want to say is thank you, Pastor Mason. Oh, yes. so, thank, thank you. Thank you so much. You. We, we appreciate you, you. you. Yes. you appreciate yes. being on the it's show.
1: It's an honor.
0: And, um, like always, like I tell every guest, we are like family. Okay. Familia. So, so now that you've been on, just let us know what you're doing. All right. We'll promote it on the, sh- on the show. Right. You know, we, we 24 hours, y'all. I know that's Amen. Right. So Amen. we definitely could promote and link up and network and do great things to bring more people to God in Las Vegas. Amen. Amen. So we definitely great. Thank you. Again, thank
1: you everybody for having me this morning and, uh. Again, it's just an honor.
0: Amen. 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 Um, another thing I want to say is, it don't gotta stop. Why not? Because at eleven o'clock what? Rancho High School What's going on? You could go and hear a great word about transformation. Amen. Amen. Yeah. We're doing a series. I did a series um, lately. I'm done with my series. It was a two-part series. It was called Are You an Accomplice to Sin? Um, I did part one. I did part two last week where do you have caterpillars Mm. in your garden? Mm. And it was a deep. It it really hit a lot of things that just have you self-reflect, especially um, when you think about the past and what you've been through and what you allowed. And what do you stand for? Because, you know, one thing that really got me when I was getting in ministry is that if you do something wrong, the blood of somebody else is on your hands. Right. I'm like, I do enough sins myself. I don't need nobody else. <laughs> accomplice. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't need to be an accomplice to go to go to hell. And then you know, that's one thing I just wanted people to think about is watching what you allow into your garden, because your garden is your accomplishments, your garden is your blessing, your garden is your deliverance. There could be caterpillars that's eating all that up to send you backwards. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, definitely check it out. It's on YouTube at Judah Family Community Church. Um, But we're going to be talking about transformation from Minister Dorla. She's been on a three-part series. And then we're going to be going even deeper. And my next title will be Do You Know What You're Supposed to Be in your journey. no, well, that's right.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Amen. Amen? But this is Pastor Jalen. like always, you can find me at Anointed Jaylon at Instagram. You could follow me on Anointed Jaylon on Twitter. I don't like Twitter, though, so you can hit me up there. I'll see it later. And you can see me on Facebook at Pastor Jaylon Calhoun. And what I want to leave with you today is this. Every action comes with a reaction.
2: Mm.
3: And this is Lady AJ. Have a wonderful week everyone and keep the faith.
2: And this is Coach. You can find me on Instagram at 910 coach. And what I want to leave everybody with when when the storm is coming in, you don't you don't have to be ready for the storm. You just have to adapt to the new situation. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Pastor, you got something to say?
1: Uh no, I just I enjoy everyone, and thank you. And, and, uh, he ain't I see got no everyone. saying at the end. No saying at the end. Uh, God uh, bless you. God bless you. Uh, love you, and uh, keep Jesus first. Amen. Amen.
0: He had a saying Amen. at the end. Yes. Amen. And we'll see y'all next week.